Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. You look a little bit like Brendan Fraser on Scrubs when he when he was uh, when he died when he had cancer. Um, you didn't buy a new house, did you buy a new house? Look at the fucking thing. Have you ever seen me here before? It's a brand new house. Is that is that a takeoff Starry Night right there? What is that? I think so. I don't know. It's my little brother's room. I came here for some peace and quiet. North my family yeah. house. Uh, hello. Uh, first and second of all, I I don't like. <laughs> I don't like being over here. I, I look like I'm just a guest on the show. I'm way over here. It looks like it's Rico's show. Oh, my. Here we go. You believe this fucking guy? It's, Chris Beard. it's, it's Chris Beard Walker. He's yeah, there he is. The refs. That's what he is. It's, all right, Rico, it's your show. Go. No, I don't know how to host the show. <laughs> it's not hard. I do it. You got it. Go. Minty, you cold? Man, I'm good, man. I'm feeling feel a little warm today, man. A little, little good oops. You know? Can I get me? A, can I get a little good? Uh, what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? It's gonna be a great Wednesday. Uh, Big F, give me a little what's up, fellas. What's up, fellas? <laughs> Marty, you gotta make sure to get the shoulders in there. What's up, fellas? <laughs> that was the worst one I've ever heard, Rico. Easily. Oh, what's up, fellas? How you doing? <laughs> Forget about it, Rico. Oh, I'm walking. Oh, we're here. supposed to do his. Oh, okay. All right. I thought we were doing. Oh, okay. All right. What's up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it sounded like a chat. I didn't know it sounded like you a don't. That was you don't sound like that. that was worse. Bro, I tried to do the, the curb your enthusiasm thing for Bench Mob, the theme song to hint Marty, and I suck at it. I don't know how to do Like, I'm bad. I'm bad with everything. Okay, could you do it again? I'd like to hear your attempt at uh, curb your enthusiasm thing. It was so bad. <sighs> You're talking about the dun 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 dun. dun. You're talking about that. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm bad. I'm bad at it. That's not. It's not terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. I think uh, I did before though. I did like when the Saints go marching in. Like I'm. So, I was so bad at it before. Now I kind of just want to, want you to do music, and I want you to do it poorly. I, I, I just want to watch you do sounds really, really badly. The funniest thing I've ever seen is I had two friends hung over on a Sunday morning trying to describe a song they heard at a bar the night before. And like it goes like da 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 and the kid's like, No, no, it goes da 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 like and they literally tried to fucking they're like, What's that song? Best conversation I've ever seen. That was your funniest conversation you ever had. It was hysteric. I mean, if you know these kids, they're both like gabados. They're both gabados. So it's very funny. I'm sorry, they're what? Gabados. Gabados. What is that, Ev? What is what, what are you hitting your it's head a, for? It's a knucklehead. You never seen it? Fucking he got game? Head like concrete. I have seen he got game. I didn't like it that much. You didn't like he got game? Well, I, I just I liked it okay, but uh, you know the, the storyline showing line, off. Brandon the story doesn't line, like the showing off. The storyline with Den- <laughs> The storyline with Denzel and the hooker was depressing. They needed to fill the movie. I agree. It takes a little bit away from it. 
They but didn't it's need too, to fill the movie. They made the movie too long. It's too long. It's two lost people. Like, you know, it's too, it's too, too desperate type people. You bond with somebody who's desperate. Have you ever got... Have, like you porn seen, <laughs> have you guys seen Snowden? What? Have you seen Snowden? Yeah, yeah, it's like nine inches outside my house right now. I, I hate you Snowden, so much. but yeah. I hate all you fucking old fucks. What is Snowden? I, I haven't seen it. All right. Then well, what is it? I'm asking well, what is it? Is it what's, about, the matter, what's the matter now? No one's seen it. Is it about Daniel Snowden? It's about I don't fucking know his name. It's it's a, that's a guy's last name, but it's like he's in the CIA. They could look at you through uh, your laptop and shit. That's why people cover it up. You talking about Jay Snow? What the fuck's going on today? That's Rico's friend. No. Oh, Jay Snowden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, it's the fucking CEO of the company we work for. I thought you meant the bad Snowden. What? Who's the bad Snowden? Daniel Snowden. Like, he leaks emails. Brandon's just trying to flip it. He made me. No, think I'm not. He's talking what... about a. Marty's talking about a movie. He doesn't even know who the motherfucker is. I'm telling you who it's about. I haven't seen it, but it's about Daniel Snowden. Oh, yeah. oh okay. All right. I got to be careful. Like, I've tra- Big Cat traps me with that. He's like, oh, you're friends with him. And I just instinctively say, yeah. And the next thing you know, I'm trapped. So no disrespect to my personal friend, Jay Snowden, but I didn't want to be like, yeah, go Snowden. And he's fucking leaking emails and nudes and shit. I have (laughs) seen you talk about your personal friend, Jay Snowden, when Big Cat isn't even in the building. I know. So that isn't trapping you at all. All right. So we got a lot to talk about. First of all, I got to say off the top, we're going to talk about gambling on the show and I'm going to get picks. I'm down bad. And I know Marty's down bad, too. So Uh, bad. I went two and five yesterday, and the Super Bowl is still hurting me. We get paid on Monday. My unit size until Monday is is is, is tiny. Hold on, Brandon. Brandon, I have. I think I have some pleasant news for you. Yes, I believe we'll get paid Friday because Monday's President's Day. Yeah, I the fifteenth. No, fifteenth always President's Day. Fifteenth always President's Day. We will get paid Friday if I'm understanding it correctly. Uh, that's a lot better news. So that that picks up my weekend a little bit. I need that so bad. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm not the only dude woman paycheck to paycheck yeah. in here. <laughs> Maybe you could buy a comb. Maybe you could buy I'm a not, comb, Brandon. Maybe buy a I, comb. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. I'm gambling paycheck to paycheck right now. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I'm doing, it's, I'm doing it's kind of both. <laughs> <laughs> they go uh, when, when you're single, it goes hand in hand. It's just like it's all the same. I gave. A, I mean, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl got me pretty good. Tom Brady owes me. He owes me a lot. Actually, I, I don't know. Super Bowl, I'm down to oh, Super no. Bowl. I went 0-4 yesterday. Marty, you just going to let him say that? I'm so sick of him. He's like, oh, I, it's like he probably – dude, he probably is getting – he's giving it to his uh, deli meats guy. He's giving it to the post <laughs> office. His grandmother said, didn't, didn't your aunt owe you money or something? You yeah, my fucking barber fleeced me today he's like he's like hey how'd you do you win anything for the super bowl i'm like yeah i did pretty good so then when i got a cut i had to give him like double tip so i'm like all right what's getting eight bucks very well though you know that's good no it's a good it's a good looking haircut you look good thanks and i didn't have time to put any gel i was too busy doing an interview and i got this show and then maybe i have another show you know that's what i do no schmoozing i just work yeah, What's interview was at ten o'clock. Brandon, don't get mad at me for walk the line. He moved it. I had to go. They moved it. 
did Rico move it or did the interviewee move it? Interviewee moved it. What are you going to tell? Is it going to be on tomorrow's podcast? Yes. Who is yeah. it? Jeff Capel. Fantastic interview. Ooh, awesome. Oh, okay. All right. Did y'all talk about how much Duke sucks? Uh, no. <laughs> Why would never I? Came up, Not huh? his team. He coaches at coach Pitt. And we talked yeah. about Jason Tatum, though, and, and uh, Blake Griffin. Well, that's not his team either. Well, it was. And a little teaser. It took me three times to say that best player's name. We're going to put it in the uh, – we're going to leave it in. Because his name should be something else. Should be Champagne. I said it wrong. It's Champagne. His brother's okay. – right. his fucking brother's the leading scorer in Big East at St. John's, too. I know. He's the, big, yeah, he's the leading scorer in ACC. Yeah. Crazy. All right, Brandon, pick up the energy because I'm going to start reading The Great Gatsby if you're not. So. No, I, I want you to do that. Go ahead. I want you to read it out loud, Rico. All right. All right. Let's see. I do know the first line by heart. Call me Ishmael. Uh-huh. All right. But everybody laughing at that joke. Everybody laughing at that joke. Tell me right now what, what book that line actually is from. Go, Marty Mush. <laughs> he didn't even get it. The Bible? Ev, come on, Ev. You got it, Ev. Get it, Ev. Bible? No, oh. Mar- uh, Mitzi. God, hell if I know. Oh, come on. I don't Are read you- books. Rocket Ishmael? Moby uh, Dick. Moby Dick. <laughs> I don't read Moby Dick. <laughs> All right, for five for five dollars, who wrote Moby Dick? Why would anyone read Moby like about a whale, bro? But for ten dollars, who who wrote Moby Dick? F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> no, he wrote the national anthem. Uh, Charles Dickens, right? Tom Sawyer. I hate you people so much. <laughs> I don't even think I can actually name one author. Hey Siri, who wrote Moby Dick? <laughs> Herman Melville. God damn it! Never. No, you're not. All right. Um, Dare Ravel and PFT. Are they going to fight? Uh, it's Herman that, Melville. I, Herman I actually Melville. almost hate talking about it because, like, you know Darren Vell is just the biggest loser and will just flake out of it just so he got some Twitter followers. That's all he'll do it for. My favorite part about it was Darren Ravel uh, said, I will fight PFT for $2 million. So PFT then says yes, but he also does these jokes like you have to delete your Twitter account and you have to renounce the Northwestern degree, which that isn't even a real thing. He just said it as a joke. And Darren Ravel is using that, saying uh, he's going to back out of the fight because BFT's being unreasonable. Yeah, that's Darren what Ravel asked for two million dollars. He's saying somebody else is being unreasonable. Two million dollars. Two million. I okay. Rough and Rowdy costs twenty dollars to to watch. I would pay forty dollars to watch PFT and Darren Ravel. Oh, for sure. I would die to pay, watch that. Rico, why, why are you yawning? What what is this? I don't think we should give – that's what I keep saying. We shouldn't give this guy – don't bring him up to the varsity. He's not part of the team. But, this is a guy Rico, who needs us more than we need him. But, Rico, this is rough and rowdy. We, we're going to be bringing in guys to to fight. Uh, we're going to go the Jose Canseco model. We're going right, to get bigger fine, and bigger stars. Not that Darren Ravel's a big star, but he's a guy that everybody wants to see get beat up. You can't make the money line high enough on PFT. Literally, there's it's also, it's like May, it's like Mayweather type shit, like minus fifteen hundred, minus two thousand. Nothing better than absolutely body bagging Darren Ravel on Twitter. Well, I've uh, done it before. 
I've done it once. It was one of the best feelings in the world where, like, he just he's dead. He can't do it. It's one of the easiest things to do, too. Imagine, like, a Darren Ravel meme, like Nate Robinson, just, like, laid out on the canvas. Oh, yeah, his hands like, laying be, backwards on the worth, fucking mat. Yeah. That's worth $10 million. What a loser love- that guy is. That's fine. I'd still love to see it. Darren Ravel moves the needle for me. I would I would watch Darren Ravel fight PFT all day long. And uh, yeah, it would probably it probably get right up to fight day and they he'd think of an excuse to get out of it, but still I would sign up for it. You think Ravel would take a dive like Jose for two mil? No, I think that <coughs> excuse me, I think Darren Ravel would make an honest go of it. I will say that for him. Uh, I don't think he would fleece the people like Jose Canseco did. I don't well, know no. that we're gonna have to put it, we're gonna have to put it in a clause now after Jose. It's like you gotta at least at last third like a minute, unless you get uh, knocked out. Boy, I'd be careful putting those clauses in. I I don't know that I can last a minute doing most things. I Vince, can't. you're a real nice guy. Do you like do you hate Rebel too? He annoys, he annoys me pretty bad. He's just a huge troll. He you guys, is. You guys ever use Task Rabbit? Yeah. Good stuff. When we moved in, uh, those two guys that helped us that weren't Barstool guys were, uh, were, were Task Rabbits. Were they? Were they? Yeah. Yeah. I got them all Task Rabbits. I mean, I, I had to pay them, but, but it wasn't bad. It was like I'm, 40 bucks. I'm pretty sure they were college football players, if I remember correctly. They were. Yeah. Yeah. But they were Task Rabbits, and they, they came in, and uh, I had a heart attack. You did have a heart attack. That was funny. I will say on Rovell, he came on my radio show in Bozier one time, and it was definitely the biggest following I ever got. I mean, I don't know how we got him. It was kind of a miracle. So, at least he's got some goodwill for that. I think. Yeah, he has, like, sycophant fans. They just say what – they agree with whatever he says. Can't have that. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Who would ever have that? <sighs> oh. All right, I want to talk more about Rough and Rowdy. First, this Sunday – uh, in Daytona, Florida, NASCAR is back. NASCAR starts the season with their biggest event. is the Daytona 500. It will be on Fox at 2.30 Eastern time. NASCAR Barstool uh, go together like uh, Marty Mush and Brandon Walker. Uh, boy, I don't know why I said that out loud. So NASCAR, Daytona 500 this weekend. It's going to be great on Fox, 2.30. But if you're in Michigan or you're in Pennsylvania, you got access to the Barstool Sportsbook app. Trust me, other states, it is coming very, very soon for you guys. It is a fun sport to live bet. It's a fun sport to bet, period. Daytona 500 on Fox. Check it out this Sunday. So, Rico, I know you're due to do with the other guy, the other guy that challenged you to uh, to rough and rowdy. Well, put him aside. Nobody cares. Is there a price that would get you to fight rough and rowdy sometime? I would do it for free if I got the guy Jeff from Saved by the Bell who cheated on Kelly. We could probably work on that. We could, yeah, just say it out loud. We could probably get that done. I, I can't imagine Jeff's got much going on right now. That's no, Patrick, Patrick Muldoon. Patrick you better be Muldoon. careful because that's we can make things happen now. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'll wait. I'll wait like 10 years. I'll fight Big Al. Patrick Muldoon. Let's see what uh, Patrick Muldoon looks like these days. You think he's a big guy? Sure, he's athletic. He would beat the shit out of you, Rico. Whatever. All right, uh, Big Al, you've been wanting to fight in Rough and Rowdy. Has it gotten close? Uh, not really anymore. I think, I think my problem is I need I need a real beef. I'm just a nice dude. I need to be like genuine. I need to like want to beat them up. Like I'm, I'm, you, I'm, you I'm, classify I'm, yourself as a nice dude? Yeah, that's what was my question. I don't know if I classify you as a nice dude. Am I not considered a nice dude? 
I don't think you're considered like in the nice category. Like Trent's in a nice category. That's no, I'm not. I'm not Trent nice. I oh. think you're in the middle. Like I, I'm, I'm in the asshole category. You yeah, got guys like Trent in the nice guy category. I, I think the middle is pretty. Minty's in the nice in the nice category. Yeah, Minty's nice. I think I, I'm in the category where I always pride myself on. Like no, I don't think anyone at Barstool could be like, oh, like he like fucked me over. Like I don't think I've ever like done anything like bad to anyone. Uh you giving me a couple losers. We've all yeah, done I that mean, though. Let's be honest. I mean, I've given losers to everybody. Me too. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. But, yeah, I, I think you're in the middle category. I think I'm in the middle category. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. I'm not an asshole. Yeah, you're, you're closer to asshole than nice. No way, dude. You're way closer to asshole than nice. No way. I Okay, I would say uh, there's asshole, there's nice, there's a big middle. Ev's probably right in the middle, but you're you're closer to asshole. How is that? And Mincy, by the way, Mincy, nice guy. Everybody loves him. Mincy's, Mincy's got an asshole streak somewhere, too. I've seen it like twice. It, it happens in fleeting yeah. second. But Look you see it. It's there. I promise you. your school's fan base from now on. He's the, the asshole. He's just trying to get people. Wrong. He's trying to get more people on the asshole side. That's the only reason why he's saying it. Me? I, I'm team asshole all the way. Whoa. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The show hasn't been about Rico in about 90 seconds, so he's getting bored. He's got something to say. Go ahead, Rico. Sorry. My bad. Can anyone – I want to make sure it was on the stream. Can anyone see what the name's on the thing? I see, I see it, Rico. We see Rico. Rico <laughs> Minty loves it. Did you just change that? I didn't notice when it changed. Yeah, I can change it to whatever I want. All right. So, if we don't get Darren Ravel, is there anybody you guys want to see fight? I got, I got one that I think that – I was afraid everyone was going to take it, so I wanted to say it first. That I think is legitimately realistic. T.O. I think no No brainer, T.O. He's broke. And people want to – he still is a machine. I He's different than Conseco. I think he, he knocked someone the fuck out right now. Yeah, our problem is who can we put up against T.O.? Nobody. Yeah, he's such a mismatch. It's true. Billy? Oh, have to, oh Joe Billy want to run it back with, with, with T.O.? I think, I think uh, T.O. would kill Ocho Cinco. No, no, not no. I said Billy. No, Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco has been smart with his money. I don't think he would fight. He has money. T.O. I think is realistic because he's he's legitimately broke. So we're just trying to find desperate celebrities right now. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about desperate. I I think Ocho Cinco would fight because he like he would like to fight. Uh, he would like to show I off. I don't think he's that kind of guy. Like I think he's just chilling. Like I don't think he'd want to box somebody. You know who would want to box Diplo. You're obsessed with Diplo. He wasn't he, me, wasn't he about to just throw on gloves that night, just like no training, just like on the spot? He thought I was like just going in to fight. He's like, oh, you could just do that. I'd love to fight. I was like, no, like this has been planned. Like you can't just go in. He goes, all right, yeah, I'll definitely do it. Uh, he's like, he used to fight in underground in China, he said. Jesus. Chef you Donnie know? did it like Thailand. He yeah, Chef Donnie used to fight. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Rico, what the what? fuck? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. They put it on for me. No, they didn't. How they do? How are you doing that? I don't even know how to you know, see how see how he's doing this. But yeah, Chef Donnie uh, fought underground to get free drinks all night in Thailand. Crazy. <laughs> He got so lucky. Yeah, he fought some really he fought small some dude guys. That was like, like the two dudes before him were monsters. 
and he was scared of shit. And then the dude he got matched up with was like five three. Like he looked yeah. like a fucking nub. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right, all right. Uh, I figured out how to do it. I just want y'all to know that. Marty, Marty, you changed mine. <laughs> how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> oh God, Farty, it's uh, man, Kentucky and Duke suck. Oh God, yeah. the worst, huh? Hard and, shirts and, are available. Let's start with Kentucky. Uh, first of all, those shirts are stupid because. They ain't making the NIT. <laughs> That's what people no. said. Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um, I'm getting thrown off. <laughs> on the rails. All right. <laughs> uh, who's ever doing this? All right. Relax. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're all good. We're all good. Kentucky. Can, wait, Rico, can you change all the names? No, I can't change all the names. I just changed mine. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so Kentucky gets beat last night. They're five and thirteen. Uh, John Calipari. I have always felt that he was a shitty coach, a great recruiter, shitty coach. Well, a great purchaser of talent, shitty coach. Uh, and Kentucky fans, I don't know if you guys have noticed it with Bench Mob. They still ride or die for this guy. They still, even at 5-13, and 13, think this guy can do no wrong, and it's all the players' fault. Well, if the guy went out and got a bunch of five-star players that can't play basketball, it's his fault. And he does nothing to help that team win. I, 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 I just can't believe Kentucky fans make excuses for John Calipari. I don't get why they are either. It doesn't make any sense why they are. Like, like Krzyzewski uh, is having a bad season. He also has five national titles. John Calipari has won one national title when he should have at least three or four with the talent he's had. I, I can't imagine why Kentucky – like last night a Kentucky fan said he has a higher winning percentage since he got to Kentucky, a higher one than Jay Wright, Roy Williams, and Coach K. And all three of those guys have won multiple national titles in the last decade. A lot of people were tweeting at me last night that they uh, that Chris Beard's going to be the next coach at Kentucky. Oh, that would be dangerous. Wow. I, I don't want yeah. that wow. at all. That guy can actually coach. He's an unbelievable coach. Let me put this question to you, Brandon and Mincy, because I've been saying that forever. And you're our SEC guys. Are we just not remembering that the SEC hasn't been that great? I know the Florida has hung the banners, but like, I really can't name another SEC school besides Kentucky and Florida who's ha- who've had continued success for the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, there isn't one. But even Florida's national championships were a long time ago. At this point. It's weird, too. Like, when Kentucky struggles in basketball for the SEC, I guess if Bama was down in football, it would be similar. It hurts the whole conference so much because they're such the prestige program. And you're looking at the SEC this year. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty dang weak right now. I mean, I'm not, like, blown away by Missouri, Tennessee, or Bama at the top of it either, to be truthful. Right, but even more so than that, like what Brandon's saying, you said he had the highest winning percentage coming into Kentucky or at Kentucky? The, their fans were telling me last night that they, he has the highest winning percentage since he's been in Kentucky, higher than Coach K, yeah, higher than Roy right. Williams. Okay, than, so yeah. now that was one of those that you you took with a great or, – or you just took a surface level. It's like, yeah, they dominate. Kentucky dominates. Kentucky dominates. Maybe now you uncover the, the first layer and you go, well, Kentucky dominates because the SEC stinks. We just didn't realize it. Oh, like, I – I, I don't know that there's anybody uh, out there who hasn't realized the SEC stinks in basketball. There was a time six I or didn't. seven 
I forgot. There was, like, there was I, a time maybe seven or eight years ago when the commissioner took everybody, every athletic director down to Destin for the spring meeting and said, basketball is embarrassing. Y'all got to fix it. And that's when you saw Mississippi State hire Ben Hallen to try to get out. You saw other guys try to hire to get out. But the SEC was so bad in basketball, the commissioner had to stop and say, you guys stink too much. So, so do you think that the one and done year, years are done? I, I Okay, so I'm wondering this. Are we, is the top-level talent in college basketball just not what it was five or six or ten years ago? Because the one-and-dones aren't mattering nearly as much as they used to. No, because, like, Duke's one-and-done guy is been, isn't even starting right now. Like, it's it's terrible. Well, how many one-and-done guys are there this year? Like, Kate Cunningham is a one-and-done guy. Uh, so, how, how many surefire one-and-dones one are there? Like, I feel like 10 years ago there were 20, and now there's, what, three, five? Yeah, and there was usually, like, three on Duke, four on Kentucky. Like, they're all on the same team pretty much. But, yeah, like, Cade Cunningham, Suggs are, like, the definite, like, top two, and then – it's, There's a couple of kids in the G League. There's at least one in the G League. There's maybe yeah. one overseas that I'm forgetting. I'm not a big draft board guy, but I think that's the other opportunity too. Is kids realize they had an outlet to say, you know what, fuck the S- the uh, fuck the NCA, and it's helping out with the bowl kid. He didn't play college, right? Or one of them didn't. I don't know. I, I mix those bowl brothers up, but I know one of them made it to the NBA without going to college. Melo did, did yeah, but yeah, the- that seems to be hurting him right now. <clears throat> no, he's he's unbelievable. But like this year, it's a bunch of people that this draft is going to be like like Jared Butler will go, Kispert's going to go early. Like then those guys are four years, two like at least two years. Like there's really not many one and done this year. Like Jalen Johnson honestly should probably stay at Duke. I think, yeah, I feel like people. I feel like now people are getting. I think it's more enticing to one. Like Rigo said, you're seeing. I think you're going to see even more guys start going to G League, and, get, and they're going to get paid like half a million dollars. And two, I think you're seeing more guys take the route of those like top tier guys taking the route of like not wanting to go to Duke, Kentucky, and Duke being like a like a Ben Simmons go to LSU, like Cade Cunningham go to Oklahoma State. I feel like those guys, some of the top guys, might be more inclined to just say, "Hey, like I want to be, I want to just be like the guy by myself." I agree, but we we made that mistake too of like Cade Cunningham went for his brother which, like, that makes his brothers a coach for Oklahoma State. Like, that's only makes sense for him. But you're right. It, it, they kind of, like – because that's – I think if Cade Cunningham's brother's not at Oklahoma State, there's no fucking chance he goes to Oklahoma State. Yeah. No, was, I, I doubt that. Was he already there? Was he already yeah. a coach? Or is he, like, a – It was kind of – it was it was already there, and it was kind of both. I think it was like, yeah, we'll get your brother a house. We'll get your uh, brother – Cade's a friend of the program. And off it's a, this is all allegedly, obviously, but that's what – yeah. As a qualified coach. But I don't uh, have alleged- a problem with Kentucky and Duke going back to being four-year programs and, like, being good. If Beard goes there, I could see him going away from the one-and-dones and finding the right guys, you know? All right, so Beard melted down last night. What did you guys think about it? Fucking Awesome. That's I, I, I love a good meltdown. As long as the coach doesn't go too crazy and like choking his players in practice, you know, shit like that. Don't go full Bobby Knight, but every now and then, you know, show your players how much you care and 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 all that. I also love, and I remember this happened famously in the tournament, Michigan State against Iowa State. Larry Eustachy, I think, did it, or maybe maybe somebody else, but uh, just absolutely freaks out on the officials at the end of the game, gets kicked out, and then goes and daps up the other coach. Like, yep. like it, it's not. It's, I don't have a problem with you. I just I hate those people over there. Yeah, well, I love Sportsman. that. That's class right there. Sportsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> Just give him, give him a nux mid rant. 
And Chris Beard, Bob Knight assistant too. I thought you saw the apple fall not too far off the tree with the rage last night. I thought that was uh, cool. And I also thought, even though I was on West Virginia, those two foul calls on Mac McClung were BS late in that game. The the last one I was okay with the the one where they said he held him and when there's two seconds left on the shot clock that was dumb I didn't I didn't see that. What do you guys think of the you two uh, college basketball bench mob guys? What do you think of the officiating college basketball? Terrible. It's absolutely it's ticky tacky fouls. It's a ref show down the down the clock and they call they call fucking charge calls on every possession. I think the charge call has ruined college basketball. I, I think uh, I don't personally think you know there are certain times where it's it's needed. You, you do you play that way. I think that's ruined the way defenses play. Go up and block the shot. You know, be a man. Don't just sit there and try to draw a charge on everything. The charge block call officials don't know how to call it properly. They see a guy flopping, they're immediately going to call charge almost like eighty percent of the time. I I love. I want to see defense. I don't want to see people just throwing their bodies all over the place. You you can't back you can't back down anybody anymore because after the second back down, they just flop and they call a charge every single time. It's you can't play defense anymore. I don't even know how these kids do. They're also to me. I feel like watching. They're so inconsistent making calls around the rim. Oh yeah. So in, like I don't know if anyone watched the ending of Kentucky Arkansas. Like Kentucky honestly got shafted. No, that was a terrible call. Clean block. Clean block that they called a foul. Makes the free throws. Obviously, Kentucky has the horrible last-second possession. But, I mean, they got fucked. And I feel like so much when I watch these games, like, it's like they go to the rim and get absolutely mauled, like no foul. Then they go don't get touched, foul. And then it's in the same game. They're just so inconsistent with their calls. As a fan of an SEC team that's not Kentucky – Kentucky could get fucked at the end of the games for the next three years, and it would never make up for the way the SEC has favored them over every other team. It's like Alabama in football. They're good enough. They don't need help. Kentucky always gets calls, so fuck them if that was a bad call last night. It was a bad call. It was a bad call, but fair. Fuck them. And I've told this plenty of times on Benchwell on here, too. These refs get a kick out of just it's too good of a call to go like this they mm-hmm. love the doing show. that because like this is whatever when you go like this it's, they a love it. yeah, it's like strike the umpires love doing that with strike threes in baseball oh, yeah it. yeah they really should change it because it's so good it's so satisfying to like punch it so to, to like all right so charge See, yep. that's, that's, that's too far. I want to do that give all the time, us, uh, too. Give us your charge call. Well, you guys all have bad mechanics. You're supposed to still single fist up for the foul. So it's hurt. We're going that way. Why do you, why do, why do you whistle during the, the punch? Because a foul had to occur. I don't – I got to – you got to stay sharp. You only blow your whistle when a foul occurs. Right, so if you're wait, me a right, charge. Right. Oh, sh- okay. All right. That time you didn't whistle during the charge. Okay. Bang. Got it. Double dribble? Yep. <laughs> All right. Give me a shot clock violation. <laughs> I like that one. That the, one's the awesome. Best. One. All, right. Um, all right. So uh, what else we got? I'm going on my Valentine's Day date tonight. I'm, tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm not waiting for amateur night. Valentine's Day on Sunday sucks. Yeah, I feel like, well, and I do think everyone thinks they're being smart by going on Saturday. Well, yeah, I think everybody's going to go on Saturday or Friday. Not me. I'm going on Wednesday. But this is also in uh, New York City. They open indoor dining Sunday, so people are really going to be waiting for Sunday. Oh, yeah. my God. They're opening indoor dining on Valentine's Day? Who planned yeah. that? Why, why not yeah. just open it on Saturday or something? I know. They're fucking, they're fucking businesses out of, like, Valentine's Day money. 
That's what they do. Big Bird. You guys ready for this? I got I got the blessing of all time for Valentine's Day. My best friend's getting married on Valentine's Day. Honey, we got a wedding to go to. Nice. That's so, oh, and she's not going. No, she is going. But it's also but, but it's kind of fucked. I'm a groomsman, so we won't be together for like a decent chunk. You're of the you're wedding. you're gonna have to make that up. Yeah, but Big Ev, you have you also have to go be in a wedding. Nobody likes going to be in a wedding. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's my first one. I mean, we're gonna tear wow. it up. I mean, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Ev, don't fucking listen to that. You, it's a big day in your friend's life. You, what do you mean? Nobody likes being in a wedding. Nobody likes being in a wedding. You uh, like, you know, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You would like being in a wedding. You, you would. You make the wedding by yourself. You like Michael Scott holding the fucking toast up and going through all of his toast before the wedding. Absolutely not. You know where the people met. You you can have those memories. Like you you see the look. Oh, the, another fucking move, by the way, that you don't do because you're a cold hearted fuck. Is look at the everyone looks at the bride. Look at the groom's eyes when you yes, first I do that too. The, yeah, yeah. Damn right, you're in the mentorship program. Ben Mintz knows. Yeah, you do that. You, like that's, when the groom's looking at the bride, walk down the aisle, like you'll never up, get that. Yeah. yeah, I told my photographer, I want two moments. I want one. I want her, obviously, and then I want my face when that goes. I don't care if you only get two photos. That's the only ones I want. I, you, told I the photog- you told the photographer to focus on you? For one photo, yeah. I almost choked them out earlier, but it was whatever. They did a good job. So misunderstand it. I feel yeah, like it Ev is Ev, you gotta be an underrated sleeper on the dance floor at the wedding. I feel like oh, bro. I feel like you're a guy that can really cut the rug. I feel bro, like I, I go can. nuts. When, when, well, I, when, I couple, when I get a couple of vodka Red Bulls in me, the feet get moving. Can I can I just say one more warning to you, Big F? Sure. All right, so I don't know how long you've been dating your girl. Your girl seems like wonderful. I've met her. She seems like a wonderful human being and awesome. You're going to take her to a wedding on Valentine's Day? She's going – she's she's going to – on the way home, she's going to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great it's, – it's, it's not like it's just like a random wedding. It's literally like my, my best friends were in second grade. All right. Okay. Have, you, I'm just have saying. you been in a wedding, Brandon? Wait. Uh yeah, I've been in a lot of weddings. Don't let don't talk to him. Ev, is this the guy? Your mic, Rico. Say it again. You we hear your it. mic's working now. Okay, okay. Ev, is this guy whose circle overlaps with my circle? Um what a question to ask on a no. On it's a not. Radio he's, show. The, he, he's also a groomsman. Like the th- like the three of us are best friends. We grew up next to each other. I'm gonna give you a pro move too. Go get the bride and groom drinks all night on the dance floor. Keep them liquid. Keep them liquid. They shouldn't have to go get their own drinks. Yeah, that's but I don't want to be in charge. That of is that. a nice move. I hadn't thought of that. That's it. That's yeah, cool. I, I feel like that, that is a good move, but I feel like as a groomsman, I feel like I might be that, – that move might be below my pay grade as a groomsman. Yeah. No, it's it's when you're getting your own drinks. Like, so, all right, I'll have a Red Bull vodka and then get whatever the bride and groom drink, and you come over with three. Pass them out, dance it up. That's my move. Also, what do you think for a uh, – what do you think for an envelope? Sunday is a cash bar. No. Rico, help him out. Send him an envelope. At least three. That's what I was thinking too. Damn. At least what did he say? Three hundred. It's it's my it's like my best friend. It's That's well, yeah. Smoke. Well, you're paying for say, your, you're probably paying for your girl too. Yeah, for my girlfriend, I had to buy my suit was like three hundred. Yeah, and you gotta pay it's like one fifty a plate. I don't think I, I don't know, man. 
I think y'all do weddings different than we do down south. I ain't never taken 300 to, to be in a wedding. Yeah. yeah. That's, you got people toasters for their weddings. Yeah. I, also, your weddings are in the backyard, too. Yeah. The, the, the good ones are. Yeah. The good ones are. Exactly. And we have well, we have a lot of good church weddings. Not you, Mincy. Mincy, you, you have class. He got no, married no, no, in like no, no, a no, no, no. Look, you wedding presents, a lot of times my present, I, I hope they enjoy my presents is good enough, I hope. I, All right, well, well I'm wedding, Brandon. Brandon or Mincy to my wedding. Fucking it was in the basement. You $300? Your wedding was in the basement of a Napa order parts. Does everybody – first of all, we don't really have Napa that much. We have AutoZone and O'Reilly's. Thank you very much. Uh, secondly, does everybody bring $300 to a wedding up here? That's like the – that's minimum. almost like the – that's minimum. minimum. That's awesome because, like I said, a, a very close friend of mine. Not and when you're guy. in it too, it, it's like that's – you kind of usually bring the minimum because you're already paying for so much shit and usually helping pay for his like bachelor party whatever. But, yeah, 300 minimum. You give like 100 bucks, you're a – they'll remember that. 300 was the number I had in mind, so I was glad that you said that. My groomsmen didn't give me shit. That, you had to pay them to be in it. You task rabbited your groomsmen. <laughs> no, I have I have a close of, of six very close friends, and, and none of them gave me anything for my wedding. Yeah, I, you, you, joke landed. you don't have to keep doing it. All right, you do it once. No, we had it. Your mic, Rico. Your mic, Rico. My God, man. He does it every time. He just starts going over under on the Rico mic. It's so bad. I usually punch myself in the face. I hate it. So uh, I'm actually going uh, going out tonight for that because I got to go this weekend. I'm going to uh, Florida. I'm going to NXT down in Florida, the the WWE Performance Center. Don't make your face like that. It's a big deal to me. What if you have to go to an NCAA tournament game or something? I mean, this is I get to go. That's awesome. NXT. Nate's the wrestling expert at the company. Is he going? Well, we could talk about the other college basketball expert if you'd like. <laughs> what? What do you want? He's terrible this year. We could talk about the college basketball guy if you if you want to go that route. We can do it. He also a guy. Bring me on Thursday this year. That's just wrong. Um, all right, so I got to do this. Let me do a little business real quick. Um, actually, just keep talking. Oh, so your wife is your wife is uh, you're doing it tonight because you're going to Florida. Got it. Correct. Yes. Yes, because yeah. I work for a living, Marty Mush. I work hard. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who, who just got home from fucking a month in Detroit? I wasn't my fault you couldn't find your way home. I could have found my way home. I was working, uh, taking why, expensive shit. Why is your name Archie? I'm trying to change the narrative. I like being Archibald. <laughs> you want to go from Marty to Archie? Archie's a sick name. You kind of look like an Archie. I thank you. Dana's the only one that calls me Archie. You do. Call I like Archie. I like Archie better than I like Marty. Yeah, Archie's great. So you just want to go with Archie from now on? Yeah. What about Archie your last Mush? name, though? Archie Mush. It could just be Archie Bald. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. All right, so uh, here we go. We got uh, this uh, episode of Pick Central brought to you by Cuts Clothing. Cuts Clothing. They clothe Marty Mush all the time. He likes to go on other people's desk and take their cuts clothing because they do look good. They're some of the best T-shirts in the game. they got all kinds of stuff. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, sweatshirts. They're made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less. Isn't that us, guys? We work hard, we play hard, and we don't settle for less, right? It's me. I fucking love cuts clothing the most. That's the only thing I wear. 
I I have like I was not joking. You do go around to people's desks and, and take their cut clothing if you can. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, you don't you don't need that. I'll take that for you. So they've got the perfect T-shirt that you select your collar, your your cut, your color. Each cut fit, is tailored to fit your lifestyle. Sophisticated, presentable for the workplace, yet equally stylish for a night on the town. And ladies, I know you want to see these five guys coming at you for a night on the town. We are something else. Uh, they are they're not just a lifestyle. It's not just clothing. It's the sport of business. Go to uh, go to cutsclothing.com/slash/picks. Cutsclothing.com/slash/picks. Get fifteen percent off your first order. By going to cutsclothing.com slash picks, that's cutsclothing.com slash picks. 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Okay. Who's doing good in picks? Not me, but I want to shout out the uh, I want to shout out the viewers. I love that you, they watch it live on YouTube. I, I enjoy this fucking show here. So everyone subscribe. And yeah, thanks, TJ, with a little heart. Shout out, TJ. We've got 2K people watching live. I love that. Thank you. Okay, Kate. so we actually do have to talk about one thing. So we will be live in the studio, you know, whenever we get back to the studio. But they went ahead and announced it that we're all kind of remote because Big Cat has the coronavirus. Um, so obviously, we all hope he gets better. But uh, that's why, if you're wondering why why Pick Central is doing this, we are doing it because um, you know Barstool's being very careful with the COVID protocols, and and we're we're all staying home. Okay, yeah. no comments about that. No, I. I Feel like it's a good week to have to after super, after rough and rowdy and Super Bowl. If we we're gonna have to do a remote week, this feels like a good one. Yeah, it's we're kind of uh, coming off a, a huge week for Barstool. Last week you had surviving Barstool, you had Jose, and then you had the uh, Super Bowl stream. Yeah, bang, bang, bang! Some great content, but now we are kind of on the other side, just uh, just getting to next week. Uh, Rico, anyone, I, in the, uh, anyone in the chat, if you want to start an Archie chant, I'd enjoy that. Oh, this kid's the best. Take it easy, Archibald. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind an Archie chant. Uh, Rico, you've been doing a podcast with him for a couple of months now. Are you tired of him yet? No, I love him. Me and okay, Rico. Rico. You're fucking Mike. Your Rico. mic, Rico. My God, what's wrong with your mic? Overhead. Two and a half. Over on Rico, Mike. No, it's this fucking USB wire. What's wrong with your USB wire? I don't oh, know. look at the chat. Look at the chat. Oh, there's a good Archie chant going on, boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate people so much. All right. So, tonight you have a pretty good college basketball slate. I don't know what the main game is. Uh, I look in the SEC. I see some good numbers that I like in the SEC. That's where I go. Uh, TJ, if we can get the scroll of our records down on the bottom, that way – wow. That was almost immediate. I don't know how you did that. Uh, Big Ev is in first place. Marty Mush in second place. Rico Bosco, then me, then Big Cat. And coming up the rear uh, is Ole Miss, as always. Ben <laughs> Mance, 27-36-3. But it's still early. We're still uh, in the first third of the month. So I we're feel, I Does feel anyone... like pretty wide open still. The, the distances aren't. You know, we're all struggling. <clears throat> Does anyone want to talk about the spanking I had to give Marty yesterday? Just out of principle? Well, I mean, you said on the show you were going to teach him a lesson, and I thought that was a little harsh. I, I thought, you know what, tough love, but it is, it is still love, and you you executed it. You gave him the uh, you gave him the lesson. Marty, did you learn your lesson? Brandon, I want to ask you a question. Have you actually? Well, you kind of are big. Ev, this is more of a question for you. Um, have you ever bet against Ohio State? No. Thank you. In football, okay. All right, but but wait, but wait, Marty, Marty. There's a different. I know you're saying he bet against he bet against Duke and he shouldn't, but 
you really need to stop betting Duke because you're yeah. just keep betting them. That's fair. I'm okay. I, I will take that. I know that I need to stop betting them, but I cannot sit there and even if he'll I mean, he'll say like uh, what's it called when you yeah, it's the happiness hedge. That's some bullshit. I don't give a shit about that. And my team, I can't have my money on a different team. So uh, wow. I, I, was t- I was just telling myself uh, privately in football season, I will never, I will never bet against Mississippi State. But there was one game this year I was so sure Mississippi State was going to get blown out. I put a, uh, I would say three units, three of my units on <laughs> the other team, and it was Georgia to beat the shit out of Mississippi State, and Mississippi State hang, hung in the game. They lost by seven, but they lost. So I was both joyless that they lost, and I lost a lot of money. So no, I can't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I don't, the only time I ever bet against Ole Miss was the 2011 team that was like literally one of the worst teams in NCAA history. I saw them lose 30 to nothing at Vandy week two, and I bet 500 bucks against them every week the whole rest of the year and only lost once. I mean, it, was, went, it was the worst team ever, though. I mean, I, I had to do it. They went 2-10 and 0-8 and and in the SEC. It's one yeah. of my favorite, uh, favorite Ole Miss teams. Yeah, um, I mean, look, at least I made money off them. That's so, Big Ev, you want to start us off with picks tonight? Yeah, I'll start off. No, no MBF tonight. Just college basketball. I got, I got UConn minus two and a half. I got Rutgers plus six and a half. I just stop, stop, stop. I want to talk about that. UConn and Providence. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's at Providence. Yes, I think Providence is as good of a basketball team as UConn, or at least they're not far off. They're at home. I am also going to pick UConn because I saw Providence the other day and they were god awful at home. Why? Why? Why is UConn going to walk in there and beat Providence? Why is it Providence better at home? I just think I'm more obviously these Big East games have been just like battles, so I totally get getting in on Providence. Like this is a line I honestly think normally seeing the line, I would probably be inclined to be on Providence. I just like UConn. I like UConn, the the big guy they've had. I forget his name. He's got kind of like a hard to say name, but he's been he's been going crazy the last like six seven games. I just think they've got a pretty good team. I don't. I don't think he's come back tonight, but I think that Book Knight's come back somewhat soon, isn't he? Is he? I th- I didn't know if it was today or not. Is he coming back today? I thought so. I think that's why. If he is, then I really like him. I, I knew it was like questionable, and I thought they were saying maybe one more game, but Sango is the kid from UConn. He's yes. a game. He was a game time decision today. Either way, I'm on him. If, if he plays, then I love him because if he plays, I definitely can see the number going up. Or maybe it might have went up a little bit because he's leaning towards playing, but because I saw, I think it was at like one, one and a half. Now it's at two and a half. All right, nobody can figure out who the return tonight, today. Nobody can figure out who the third best team in the oh, Big East is. Oh, it's at four, actually. That's a four little matinee Big East basketball. At 4.30, that's when primetime basketball happens, right, Mush? Yep. Might be yeah, 4.30 time. is primetime basketball. Uh, so uh, keep going, Big Ev. I'm sorry, I, I derailed you. I had Rutgers plus six and a half. I still just think I just think Iowa's still supremely overvalued. They can't stop anybody. Rutgers has got it together. I got screwed on these lines just with Kentucky, but I feel like it's just gotta water's gotta find its level. I'm on Ole Miss minus one and a half against Missouri and Mississippi State minus one and a half. Um and I'm on Nova minus eleven. Um all right, I kind of like – actually, I have a lot of that. Um, and Rutgers oh. – TJ is going to give you a thumbs up for the Rutgers pick. because you're go, TJ. Play, 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 TJ knows I'm a real Rutgers guy. 
Uh, who was next? Uh, I think Marty Mush is in second place. Go, Marty Mush. Uh, Georgia Tech plus four and a half. That's it? Just one play? <laughs> yeah, I went, on, I went on four yesterday on uh, all favorites, and I need to take a little step back today. Is this a uh, system play or is it not a system play? It is a system play. Okay, so you're dedicated to the system, even though you went 0-4 yesterday. Your system was 0-2 yesterday, right? Um, No, 0-1, I think. Okay, all right. No, uh, I had all favorites yesterday. There was no system yesterday. That's right. Rico Bosco. I have Wichita State, minus 2. I have Drake first half, minus 5.5. And, and I have Drake minus 9.5. That's the play of the day. Drake off a loss. I think it's extremely good value. Uh, Northern Illinois allows a – or sorry, sorry, Northern Iowa allows horrible inside shooting from 2%, and Drake shoots really well. They'll get easy touches. Drake cans this team big. Uh, you know we're not allowed to do a two-unit play, right? I know. I just – that's how it was texted. He put it up. But you but you texted it to the Pick Central account, two units. Yeah. Okay. All right. I tipped off TJ. If TJ's putting bets in, and he's like, "Who am I reading?" I'm not gonna. He's not gonna put Brandon's bets in. Oh, two units gets the eyes I, going. I have a question, uh, Ben Mintz. Yes. What's on your shirt? Uh it's Billy Brewer hosting the hoisting the Egg Bowl trophy from from many many years ago. Ole Miss State. Thanks to LFD shirts, guys. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Who sent that? The LFG shirts, guys. That I appreciate. Oh, yeah, LFG shirts. Suck my dick. Okay. <laughs> um, I have got um, – I like how Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss have taken LFG like it's their thing. Everybody said LFG for years. Let's but, fucking go. I appreciate yeah. the shirt. You know, I don't know. Met, I like their the shirt. Say that I, too. Got a, hey, they got D, I got a DK Metcalf hoodie of him squatting coming too. That, that's going to be fun from LFG. Maybe you can wear that for your trivia. <laughs> well, I mean, he had a losing record neck bowl, so I'd love to wear a DK Metcalf shirt. Um, all right, so I've got UConn minus two and a half against Providence. This came out as a pick but it's been bet down quickly. So I, I'm going with the line movement, UConn minus two and a half. I also like Wichita State minus two against UCF. I'm with Rico on that. I love Georgia plus 12 and a half against Tennessee. It feels like a, a go-to-sleep spot for Tennessee. 12 and a half is a big number. And I think Mississippi State's going to beat LSU tonight. I've got Mississippi State minus one and a half against LSU. Hawks, Mavs, under <laughs> Brandon, I want to ask you that LSU Mississippi State game. I'm curious. So you like State? I, I just I'm kind of fascinated by that matchup. Every time Mississippi State looks like they're going to go in the tank, they win. And every time it looks like they've got a chance to make something of their season, they lose. Uh, they won on the road against South Carolina, which is a nothing game the other day. This feels like a classic Mississippi State spot where they build some hope going into uh, the stretch of the season where they'll ultimately fall apart and lose. But this feels like the hope-building game. So so I, I love Mississippi State tonight. And I like Ole Miss because they're rolling right now. They're at home. I didn't pick them because I just, I just can't do it. But uh, – they're, they're giving up a point and a half to Missouri, a much better team than Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is playing very good basketball right now, a road win at Auburn, a win over Tennessee, and a win against Missouri. And and is he okay? Yeah, he's all right. All right. We, we touch on it on Benchmob. I guess we'll end on this. How many teams do you realistically think can win the NCAA basketball title? 
Uh, we one, have one second. I want to. I'm sorry. The graphics. I'm adding UConn minus two and a half because it's at four thirty. That doesn't really count as gambling. Yeah, it's day basketball. You have to play it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so, how many teams do I think of win the NCAA tournament? First of all, I think only one can win it. Um, that'll be the eventual champion. But how many teams could be that champion? I, I start with one and two: Gonzaga, Baylor. You don't have to give me the names. Just give me, like, I'm looking more at the I know, numbers. But, I, I, but I'm thinking, uh, usually that number is what? Around six or seven, maybe eight? Maybe like maybe eight, lower than that. Eight to ten, usually. I want to look at the top 25 because I want to have an actual discussion about this. Because um, it's a stupid discussion. Y'all, y'all, y'all want my picks or are they so bad we don't, we don't Hey, pick. Hey, how's it a stupid discussion? <laughs> no, hold it's on. not a stupid discussion. It's stupid. People are Mincy, stupid. You didn't, hold on. Mincy didn't give picks? Right, yeah. Mincy has to get picks. Yes, go ahead, Mincy. A uh, bunch. Uh, I took Ole Miss by two as an unranked favorite. Uh, took Ron Rodriguez with Wichita State, Houston Baptist plus eighteen, Iowa by seven. I'm going against Dev. Uh, Southern Illinois is a six and a half point dog. Houston minus twelve and a bounce back. NBA Dallas by three and a half. Denver minus nine and a half over Cleveland. And then the New Orleans Pelicans four in a row. Suddenly hot. We're going to have a prop up with me versus Big Cat, the Pelicans, Bulls, later on the Barstool Sportsbook. Going high volume. I've been doing crappy, so we're going to throw some crap at the wall and see if we make a comeback. Thank you, guys. All right. Fantastic. So I'm going to go through the top 25, and you tell me, panel, if they can win the national championship or not. Gonzaga. Yes. Unanimous yes. Baylor. Yes. 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 Unanimous yes. All right. Number three is Michigan. I say yes. 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 Number four is Ohio State. No. I say no. What do you mean? Why why no? Let me me hear why no. Let me hear why. Let me hear why. 66 defensively efficiency. And I don't think they have – they just don't have the X factor. I'm rooting for you. I just don't think they have like the – Oh, here he goes again. I'm rooting for you, but he says no. (laughs) You're rooting for me, but you're like, no, you're not. They, They They don't have the juice. I don't think they're a national championship team. They're deep as hell, and they can shoot. My only, my only concern is get. Even though we've done better with it recently, because Purdue, I thought we've got exposed both times by Trayvon Williams, their big guy. We just haven't had it. We have Kyle Young in the middle, who's like a great glue guy, like plays his ass off, but just doesn't have that. Like he's not tall enough, doesn't have that that athleticism. But I mean, he's done well against uh, against Cockburn. He's done well against Garza. So I think we've turned a leaf against guarding these big guys. I, I just like – I mean, Dwayne Washington can go get a bucket for this team. EJ Liddell can go get a bucket for this team. Aaron's is shooting the shit out of the ball. Hey, you guys know his name's not Cockburn, and you, you continue to say it. It's uh, Coburn. <laughs> it's Coburn. All right, so number five, Villanova. I say yes. No. Nope. Pedigree, yes. guys. Pedigree. I say yes. yes. Pedigree and coach. They are playing in the Big East, where the Big East has two good teams. They're, they're, I don't they're think that barely... matters. I think you lean on the conference too much. No, no it, it I, I think I think it's one hundred percent makes it like well, who wins every year? Usually the SEC in football. No, uh, football, different animal. I, I just think you know uh, Villanova with the pedigree, the coach. They, they get in the Final Four, they know how to win it. Or he's going to know how to win it. Yeah, but that's. I, to get into the final four is like a, that's obviously a, a re, like I don't I just don't think their team is that good this year. They don't Plus, have I mean, I mean, the Big East is good enough to produce a national champion. I mean, it's not no, as good as the Big not. 12 Big Ten this year, but it, no, it's not. not. The Big it's, East is really bad. The ACC might be better than the Big East. 
All right, number six, Illinois. Yes. No. I don't like no. them, but I don't they're think they can up. put it together for five, six games in a row like that. They're too up and down. I know that's the problem. They're too depend. They're too dependent on like if Ao or, or Cockburn doesn't have it, like they're shot. Absolutely. All shot. right, number seven, Texas Tech. I think so. Yes. I say no. I say, I say yes. I say yes as well. Number eight, Houston. I think so. No. You don't think nah. so? They no won't score yeah, enough. They'll make it a fist fight, but they can't score enough. Number nine is Virginia. No. I'm going, so. I'm going pedigree and coach again. I say yes. I think this pedigree matters. Not- I think pedigree matters in the tournament. It does. I just think there's no there's no Ty Jerome, no Kyle guy walking around. All right. Uh, now we get to like number ten, Missouri. I don't no. think Missouri's won the national title. Alabama. I don't think Alabama's won the national title. No. Uh, I'll go through, and, and you tell me if, if somebody I say can win the national title. Oklahoma. That's one team. I don't I think, think they, they can. can. But I think, that's, I think too many people are thinking that, like, I know they're smart on Oklahoma. I love, I love Reeves. Like, when they're at full health, they're good. Reeves. Texas. Yes. I think so. Yeah, but it's weird. It's weird that Shaka's won two games aside from that Final Four run in the NCAA tournament. I still say that. That's why I'm worried about Jawan Howard. And I think honest. they're going through their schneid right now after the Coco. It's like they, they've, they're going to get it back together. West Virginia? Yes. That yes. was a impressive win last night. I love Miles McBride. Iowa? No. No. They're garbage. All right, Tennessee. They're not garbage. I, don't, I, think you, I think that's a team – that's a March Madness team that if they just get hot in their shooting, which they, they can't defend, Mark. They can't, can't they play, play defense. defense. I know. I know. I think they're more likely to lose in the first or second round than they are to go to the Final Four. All right, Tennessee? No. 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 Florida State. So we're pretty much yes. all – Florida State. Florida State, yes. Uh, Virginia Tech? No. No. Creighton? No, no. USC, no, no. Wisconsin, no, no. Loyola, Chicago, absolutely not. Oklahoma no. State, no. Purdue, Oklahoma right. State, Oklahoma State. I think could make a run, but I don't know about winning at all. So I think I was at five or six. That's my so, four on that. Five that, or six. We had this argument where it's like everyone's like, "Oh, it's like, would you rather?" So would you rather take uh, Gonzaga and Baylor, or would you rather take the field? I said that yesterday. I uh, yeah. I'd rather take Gonzaga Baylor. That's fucking. That's the smart pick. Why? I don't know why that's insane, Mark. What's? I wonder insane? what the, is there a line on that? Because oh, when's the last time Gonzaga has been actually every year? It's Gonzaga this year. It's Gonzaga. All right. All right. When what, is what the last time? Wait. When's the last time it's been like? Yeah, there's been one season. But where has it been like? Yes, this is the team that's going to win. Has won it. When's the last time? Uh, when's the last time that Virginia was going to win it? But they won it. I mean, like there is a first time for these teams, these programs that get in the mix and they keep getting on the green. The putt eventually falls. Gonzaga's been here, been here, been here. They've been right around the top ten, the top five. They've been to a Final Four. They can get there and win it. Nova, just, Nova was the same thing too. I just don't think that. I just don't think this. I think it's too big of a target on their back. I really do. But there You're is right. no. There is no blue blood sitting there that, that says, all right, well, you, you you don't belong here. Like Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, they're not going to be there to take the spot from these new new programs. Michigan State either. 